On this week's episode of the Sam Mays podcast, Sam continues the Nature's Key This is 40 series with special guest Terry Leak. Terry is a 25-year educator, lifelong student, and cannabis entrepreneur. They spoke not only about Terry's journey to cannabis, but also cannabis flower on a genetic level. So hopefully you'll get some information on how cannabis works and maybe how it can benefit your life. We'd like to thank our title sponsor, Nature's Key. Nature's Key was founded in 2017 and has been producing effective, consistent, high-quality medicine ever since. If you're interested in trying the CBD products that Sam is using, be sure to visit keytonaturesblessing.com and use Use the code MAZE2022 for 20% off your order. Thank you guys so much for the support, and we hope you enjoy the episode. Welcome. I'm Sam Mays. Today we're here at Nature's Key with Terry Leak, aka Mama Terry. She's here to tell her story about uh, getting into cannabis and uh, the life that you're living today. You're a 25 year educator here in Oklahoma. Yes. Okay. Yes. Well, most of us in Oklahoma. I think I was 17 years here. Okay. And uh, then, kind of by way of Cincinnati and Florida, then hey, I ended up in Colorado. I'm so. from Ohio. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a yeah. Youngstown boy. Very Beautiful. Cool. Yeah. Beautiful. So, Beautiful 17 life. years here in Oklahoma, mm-hmm. where at? Shawnee. Okay. So, I was actually born in Shawnee, lived in Pottawatomie County, so I say I was born in Pot County. I was meant to be doing this, right? <laughs> That's awesome. Back in 1957, uh, and uh, I went to Oklahoma State after I graduated from McLeod Go High Pokes. School. Go Pokes. And uh, actually went to Edmond, to back, that was Central State, so the University of Central UCL? Oklahoma yeah. now. Mm-hmm. Uh, spent some time at OU, um, so I have Oklahoma, all different flavors blow, uh, flowing through my blood, I feel like. I'm uh, trying to think of uh, Sean, uh, Bo McMillan, you know that name? No. Bo's an attorney here in Oklahoma, he's a good buddy of mine, he was a, a Shawnee kid. Creed Humphreys, recent OU. Taught his mom and his dad. Okay, <laughs> hey, very cool. So, There's yes. a connection there, yeah. And he's doing great things with his life. There's no doubt know. about it, he's uh, he's on an incredible path, probably the best center in football right now, probably pretty and blown away as a rookie. such a leader. Yes, right? leader of men, no yes. question. Yes, and I think that's the most beautiful thing, and I think it was really interesting that the announcers uh, would talk about they would pick up on it and oh, talk yeah. about it during the games, and that happened game after game. And I don't really remember uh, linemen getting much credibility right. in my life. And I, I lettered in football in high school. Because you did? I, I kept the statistics. Okay, so, very cool. But because I was on the sideline and keeping all the statistics, like uh, – I love the game, and I know it as well as I think most women. Hey, or maybe m- better most than most. Ma- yeah, most that's women awesome. Do. So I, I love it. Have a great appreciation. Um, the one I'm blown away by by that. You, know, you don't hear a lot. I mean, I have a ton of uh, of female listeners, and Oklahoma fans in particular. I feel mm-hmm. like uh, the female audience is is intense, and they know what they're they talking know they're about. Football. Yeah, yes. it's a hundred percent. But I'm always, you know, as I do sports for a living, and I'm crossing mm-hmm. into this world of cannabis. I'm always excited when I get the crossover. You know what I mean? I'm always yes. pumped when I hear someone say uh, that they're sports fan. That's mm-hmm. uh, a big part of this the cannabis realm. Mm-hmm. Um, now we are here at Nature's Key, like I said, and obviously. This is a This Is 40 podcast. I am down almost 40 pounds. I am more pain-free than I've ever been before. Uh, Mm -hmm. I'm taking about 160 milligrams of uh, CBD and probably around 75 milligrams of THC throughout the day. Um, And I think I found my system, my Mm -hmm. path, which is, you know, we talk a lot on this podcast Mm -hmm. about um, the experience experimenting and doing right. it safely and trying to find your path. So yeah. um, I'm feeling way better, but I'd love sitting down with the guest here because Joe does such a great job getting me these mm-hmm. great guests to talk about cannabis in your life. So you went from education to what happened next? Um, so I was an educator and thought that's what I would do all my life. I loved it. I lived for it. It was my world. I was a basketball coach and softball track, you know, everything. And uh, then at 38, I had my first baby. Wow, well, late life. Later a little, life. Yeah. And I had another one when I was 45. Whoa. So um, I didn't do a life. I've, I've always done, felt like I do things backwards. Right. And, I, uh, and I'm good with it because that's the way, that's my, that's what I've always done. So 
Um, I taught uh, at Dale High School, which is a phenomenal girls uh, and boys basketball program. I think the girls have been there more times than any other school. Like it's, I think when I was there, they'd been 17 years in a row. Oh wow! And that was 30 years ago. Wow! And they still go every year. Okay. So it's like. It's like they're born into it. It's just a beautiful little small community right outside Shawnee. So I taught there, and then I went to Grove, a little community with amazing people as well. That's where I first had Melissa Chat, uh, um, uh, Creed's mother. Okay. And um, any, anyway, I ended up at Shawnee, and then I had a baby, and he was um, close to blind. Oh, So wow. it was like, uh, and we moved to Florida. So I'm like, well, I'm not going to hand this baby off to somebody else. So I had to find something else. So I made jewelry and was very successful making jewelry and loved it. Went to art festivals everywhere. And, oh, wow. Uh, okay. Uh, you know, it was kind of like a gypsy life. And you met your other fellow gypsies. And it was beautiful in its own right. And get to see the world, kind of. And um, so I did that for a few years. And then we moved to Denver. And um, in Denver, what I found out is that it's more about living life naturally. Women there don't wear as much jewelry. Um, the weather's kind of, it can be beautiful, and then there's you're in the middle of a hailstorm, so setting up festivals, I thought, this isn't for me. So went back and taught Montessori there for a while, which was an, another blessing. Uh, Montessori. Montessori school. Okay. So Mon- Maria Montessori was this beautiful woman who said, all kids can learn, and it's just meeting them at where they are. And basically what I loved about Montessori was teachers did lessons, hands-on lessons with the kids, but then the kids got to pick, like, maybe six out of their eight lessons they got to do every day. So, oh, wow. So pretty soon you know the kid who always goes to the beadboard, which is where they learned math, or the kid who's always in the reading nook. So you could help them find their bliss. Right. Right. So as adults, they're not saying, what should I do? They've already figured out where their passion is. And then, you know, I mean, that's the trick of life. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, where, what's your passion? And what, I mean, not necessarily what comes easy to you, but. What fills your heart. Yeah, absolutely. What, what, what work is it that you do that when you do that work, you don't feel like it was work? And that's how I feel like in the cannabis industry. I don't feel like it's work. Okay. Um, if I have something that comes up, if someone asks me a question and I don't know the answer to it, first of all, I love to research. So when I was at Shawnee, I taught um, high school chemistry and f- human physiology. Okay. So um, background is all science. What are your degrees in? Uh, well, my my master's is in evolution, which is actually genetics. Okay. That's what it is. And so learned lots about DNA and RNA and, uh, you know, um, it's just even how we how we're here like this, right? So that was that was pretty amazing. And um, then my uh, undergrad work was basically biology and uh, physical education. I had a minor in English. Uh, I think I had another minor in psychology. So, so well-rounded to say the least. I, I love I love learning. Yeah, I love that's learning. awesome and. Um, so that whole journey, and I was teacher of the year several times here, and I only say that because a lot of times people, there is a stigma around people who, and, and back then I did smoke pot illegally, but I've never been, like most of the time then, I wasn't smoking with a group of friends. Um, probably 90% of the time I smoked all by myself. Right. And it was just after a ball game to take the edge off mm-hmm. uh, so that I could sleep, so that I could get up at 6 o'clock the next morning to set up my labs uh, I couldn't afford not sleeping at night. Right. And so, uh, you know, and I didn't smoke a joint. I smoked a few puffs. Mm-hmm. And um, now if I was recreating with it, that's a whole different story. And I, I don't find any problem with people using marijuana recreationally. I think it's, for me, when I had that talk with both of my boys, I was like, if you're going to do something recreational, please do this. Right. Right. The stupidest things I've ever done were on tequila. Yeah. So, right? <laughs> 100%. Don't even, we won't talk about those things. But, right. But the the, uh, the thing about marijuana is if you overuse it, most of the time what's going to happen is you're just going to be asleep. Right. You're going to miss the party. So it's just, and, and I love what you said earlier 
about you found your place with it, right? And I think that's what I love about the endocannabinoid system and what I love about being in this industry is I'm not telling someone, hey, this one thing fits all. And that's what we get from Big Pharma. Here's the pill. It's going to work for all of you guys. Right. Here's the dose, and it's going to work for everyone. I love making people pay attention to their body. I love when I have to ha- make myself pay attention to my body because it's real easy to get in the groove of not paying attention, right? So when I'm paying attention to my body, I know if one dose did the trick or if I need another one. And the thing is, that dose changes day to day. Right. My stress level changes. My sadness level changes. Uh, when's the last time I heard from my kids? How's my 88-year-old mother doing? Oh, we invaded uh, Russia. Invaded Ukraine, right. We won't even talk about that. But, I mean, it's a crazy world. And so during... COVID. COVID. Pandemics. Yeah. yeah. You put it all together, right? And then when you start seeing the people you love who are your rocks, kind of uh, trying to find their their secure ground, um, then I think that's when you need tools in your toolbox. And to me, that's what this is. And so to say, yes, do one dropper in the morning, one dropper at night, I always like to tell people, start here, pay attention to yourself, and know where you want to go. Know what feels good to you. Your tolerance for pain, being a college athlete, is probably much greater than someone else's. You probably carry a load that even if you got relief, there's still a load under some more layers. Right, right? 100%. That, uh, my husband played for uh, West Point, played for Army. Hey, my dad played for Army. He did? Yeah. What year? 78, 9. Uh, my husband there? was cr- class of 88. Okay, very cool. Yeah. So so you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. I mean, they're getting up and doing their Army stuff in the morning at 4 or 5 o'clock. Right. They're having to carry 21 hours every semester, and then they have to do a sport every semester. So even the football team had to swim play basketball, box, wrestle, play lacrosse. I mean, and it's beautiful, but it's a lot. It is. And it's a lot for your body, and they don't rest it because they're trying to get people ready for war. Absolutely. And they're trying to figure out who's tough enough to lead and these things that are really important. So when I think about those things, what happens with my husband, his level of normal and my level of normal are completely different. different things, absolutely. And then we talk about children. And, um, I mean, my life is about children. Uh, it, I, I, it just is. I, I have a, a natural ability with them. Um, and if I can help them not have seizure, if I can help them uh, deal with their ADHD, which I've seen miracles with CBG, with uh, uh, ADHD. I've seen miracles with kids with autism, kids who had never said a word started taking products, and in two weeks they're speaking in complete sentences because the sentence was always there. They were just wound a little too tight to let those words eke out. And I can go, like, it's, I, I can't, we can't call this medicine. I, I don't ever, I'm not a doctor, like, uh, but I just tell people what I've seen. I always tell them, uh, do your research. Yeah, you're a scientist. Yeah. I mean, uh, the scientific Basically. method is a scientific method. Like, you know, no matter what we're talking about here. So I can just based off of your education and the path that you've taken to life, life I trust that when you're talking about this, it's not mm-hmm. like you haven't done your own due diligence and in investigating the reasons why these things are happening. Yeah. And, you know, the greatest thing is that my husband has never had a drink. He's never smoked pot. The joke is that I'm the wildest thing he's ever done. And I'm 100% sure that's true. <laughs> uh, and so that's great. when I started in on this, he he's just like, oh, God, what's Terry doing now? Right. You know, what, boys, what's your mother doing now? And then uh, when we left Evergreen two years ago, Almost every kid on his football team used the salve uh, to help him recover, to help him from whatever. The greatest compliment I ever got was when he said, I need some of your 5,000 milligram uh, for my medicine bag for the kids who get concussion. Because getting that 5,000 milligram in them uh, within 30 minutes after they've had an injury, and truly, you and I know, all of them should have been on it, right? There's all the head... doesn't matter if it's one big one or a whole bunch of little ones. Right. It's all not good. 
Um, but I think the last two seasons he didn't lose anybody to a concussion, which, you know, playing football is that's that never happens. It, there's too right. many opportunities for someone to have a concussion. My oldest son had he was uh, basically legally blind. Um, he played football. Their team won the Carnation Bowl in Denver, and he wrestled, but he got a double concussion one day. And then he forgot, he lost the memory of all of his um, uh, compensations, the things he had learned to compensate for being blind to move through the world. He forgot them? They disappeared with a concussion. He He couldn't access it, you know. And so he was even having trouble walking. We were at Children's for 18 months. Um... Children's couldn't tell us if he was going to come back or if he was going to be this mess that was sitting across from me. And so my husband and I are very sensitive to concussions yeah, and absolutely. how that goes. And so when when David started doing that, I thought, this is my harshest critic right here. That is now. All in. He's a believer. Because for him to give it to a child, like, I mean, he should be president of the United States, to be honest. He lives his life like that. Like, he just, he's all about leadership and people and doing the right thing. Um, Sounds like I need to get him on the podcast also. Oh, he, he w- you guys would just have the best time together. That's awesome. You would, and my and my eldest son played on the line, and my, and my uh, middle son was a all-state linebacker at six foot five. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> Okay. So not really a linebacker body, but a linebacker um, mentality. Yeah, that's awesome. Right. And that's where they needed him. But anyway, um, but I I think, uh, and some of Parker's friends, like uh, one of them had probably the worst case of ADHD I've ever seen. And I had started reading a lot about uh, CBG. So you start getting into these minors that, you know, they show up on a COA of a full-spectrum batch of distillate, but they exist in, if you're lucky, 2 or 3% down to 0.717 or something like that. Okay, so right? we got to break that sentence down for mm-hmm. our kind of curious people. Okay. So, so give me the... So when, you, when, when, we get, when we send off uh, a kilo of distillate to get it tested, just make sure that there's no pesticides, and we, we, we want to make sure it is what it says it is. And distillate is... It's the oil form, so it's when they've taken the oil from the plant. They process those leaves, push the oil out, so then we can take that oil and make a tincture or a gel cap or a gummy or whatever. So it's all the goodness, and I say all the goodness. I really believe all the goodness is in the whole plant, but it's kind of hard to figure out how we're going to eat that during right. the day. So so <clears throat> in, these, in, uh, in a certificate analysis, it's going to say, oh, it's 50% CBD, it's whatever percent THC it's usually there's about six cannabinoids that show up on it and then there's usually a terpene profile and so you can take that information then and decide what you want to make with it based on um, you know like if it has a lot of CBC um, that's cannabichromine uh, that'd be something really great to put in a um, tincture for tumors because if you go to PubMed.com, that's one of my favorite resources, short for public medical. PubMed.com. Pub, P-U-B-M-E-D, med.com. Okay. And they make it so easy that even I can use it, and I'm like, I'm old, so I'm not great on my computer. But you can just put in, like, CBG and MRSA, and it will pull up a white paper study that shows you that CBG has been effective in inhibiting the growth of MRSA. Okay. You can pull up, put in CBG and cancer, CBD and cancer, CBN and cancer, THCV and uh, weight loss, and it will pull up actual white paper studies that have been done on it. Okay, that's so, I'm, I will definitely check out that site. Oh, it's I, I, I lean into that very heavily. So when you start talking <clears throat> about cannabinoids, you know, so everybody the, the two that people know are CBD. And THC, right? Those right. are the two most common that people understand. When you say CBN mm-hmm. or what or CBG, mm-hmm. is that a part of the CBD or well, those two separate? It's such a great question, and it's so fascinating to me. I think this is where I like. I love the evolution, the plant evolution. So, inside that plant, that bud is everything starts off. 
all every uh, cannabinoid starts off as CBG. Okay. And then so CBG is the mother. That's how I like to think of her. She's the giver. And uh, whenever I'm in doubt, I put some CBG in there. Okay. And it's always going to do something wonderful. So CBG can then turn into THC. It can turn into CBD. It can turn into CBC. Um, CBD can turn into THC. So, but but they all start as CBG. Okay. So you have all these lessers. Well, CBN, uh, this is back in 2017, was known to help with sleep. So I, we put it in a vape pen because vapor, I don't like, to, I, I never want to encourage anyone to vape, but vapor as a delivery system is different than vaping um, a giant right. thing, right? Right. So you're just taking two or three puffs a day. Um so we put the CBN in it, and I think we asked, prescribed something like three or four um, puffs before bed. Okay. So I had uh, one guy who hadn't slept in six months, not at all, he, and he had psoriatic arthritis. So basically, he had like alligator skin. So w- once he started using that to sleep, he was sleeping so great, he was buying them by the handfuls. And CBN at that time was $300,000 a kilo. So if you think of a mason jar. Oh, boy. It was $300,000 because the only way they could get it then was to extract it from the plant. And now they're processing CBD and turning it into CBN. So the price has greatly dropped. But at that time, so the, 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 these disposable vapes were expensive. And he was buying them by like handfuls. And then... Um, We always would check and see how he was doing through this massage therapist because he was basically a recluse. 100% of his psoriatic arthritis disappeared. Oh, my God. And I had been reading that CBN would help psoriasis. So I was was working on making him a salve, but because vapor is such a great delivery system and it got in his bloodstream, it took care of it. um, That's incredible. Uh, we have so many stories. Uh, this is, it was like the uh, the uh, MRIs I was showing you later when I told the lady who had a glioblastoma, that's the fastest growing, most aggressive form of cancer, that, you know, hey, I can't help you. You know, the doctors aren't going to help you, and I can't help you. She's already in bed with hospice. And then um, I said, but I could help you with your pain, so maybe you get off your morphine so you can tell your girls goodbye. And she said, deal, man. I need that. So send her a bottle. Two weeks later, she's out of bed. Um, we're like, well, that's that's amazing. Right. She's going to get to have a few days with her girls. Right. Well, three months later, on the very same day, exactly three months later, that tumor had shrunk 90%. And she had cut out all sugar. Um, she was trying to eat very healthy. And she was using that product, and that was that was it. No other meds. No other meds. Wow. Yeah, no other meds. So uh, she ended up, during that time, uh, uh, she, I mean, when we saw this, we thought, oh, my gosh, we're going we're gonna to win the day. She's not going to have any, if she's shrunk that, it's shrunk that much in three months. Well, you know, we just didn't know what, what, we, what I know now. What I know now is that when cancer comes back, it comes back more aggressive and with a vengeance. Like, it's really smart and really aggressive. It's almost like it has thinking I mean, right it's crazy, it's crazy. Yeah. right it knows it has to become more virulent so um it ended up coming back on her by the time she contacted me on a monday she passed away on a friday but that was eight or nine months i can't remember exactly but she got we were looking for not even an extra day just a clear day to you know nine extra months right now then that formula that I made back then, that's now the formula I make for people with dogs, right? So that formula that I thought was so great back then is now then on my shelf. That's when I give to people whose dogs have hip dysplasia or have cancer. The formula I have now for cancer is much, much more sophisticated. Um, I'm working with a young girl right now. I say girl. She's in her 40s. That's a young girl to me. Um, and... Uh, 
her mother was one of my best friends. We used to water ski every day with each other. And found out in December that she had breast cancer, stage four. It's in her spinal cord. It's in her bone. It's in her liver. So I'm like, well, let's not freak out. We know about Rick Simpson's work, right? Rick has done, I mean, th- uh, that's that's a that's a uh, research day in itself. It's right. just looking at the ca- the people that he's dealt with and how many of those are cancer free. And most of the time, by by the time Rick Simpson gets them, by the time I get people, uh, medicine has stopped. They're not. It's not like a competition because medicine's already said. I can't help you. That's why they turn to this. If we could get them sooner would be what I would love, you know. But at, at, at any rate, um, I immediately got some of a, of a good tincture in her hands. And in two weeks, the tumor had shrunk from 7.7 down to 6.6, I believe. Unbelievable. Two weeks. So, okay, great. So the next version, now I've got some CBC that I'd ordered. Because now then, back then... Back when I first started, it was really hard to get those isolated molecules, and they were really, really expensive. And now then, they're available. It just depends. If you have the money, you can get what you want. And I am connected enough now that they'll, they don't make me buy a whole kilo, right. so I can buy what I need. So thank heaven for relationships. Absolutely. Um, so anyway, make her this new thing, and she goes back in six weeks and said, look, all your markers are drastically down. She went back in eight months. Uh, her breast cancer antigens um, had had drastically dropped. So, like, the high side of normal is 25. Hers had been at 38. They were at 15. Unbelievable. In eight weeks. So, you know, what's her story going to be? I don't know, but I know this. She has hope. I mean, just the fact that... People have these horrible diagnoses and medicine saying, we don't have the answers, we can't help you. And to be able to give that person hope, you've already done something, right? And then um, to show them the other stories and then uh, to have them go to cancer. She's, this person is going to Cancer Center of America, and they're like, whatever you're doing, man. Just keep, keep, doing, keep doing, it, doing it, right? Keep doing it. You're going down the right road. So you... Uh, <laughs> Okay, so you we we went. To, I, I'm blown away by these stories, and you know I've I've been fortunate enough to hear several of them in the last uh, couple of years as I kind of dived into into cannabis. Uh, Joe here from Nature's Key has provided uh, incredible people like you to tell their stories, which has been magnificent. And there's still people out there that will say, "Oh, you know, this is hippy dippy doo da." You know what yeah. I mean? Like it's it's the uh, witchcraft or it's whatever yeah. type of thing. And I keep encouraging, telling those people. Because I know they're listening to this podcast, you know, right. guys, these are real life stories that you're hearing and all it takes is just you to try it. And one, be honest with yourself, right? It's be honest with yourself with how you're feeling. Sometimes I feel like, Terry, that people don't even know that they don't feel well in 2022. Like they don't even know what a level of wellness would feel like. And it's because they're doing too much. It's too much booze. It's too mm-hmm. much bad food. It's too much, not enough sleep. It's too much cell phone time. It's too much, uh, too much excess of all these bad things. It's like, take one second, look at your life. How do you actually feel? Mm-hmm. How do you wake up? How do you go to sleep? And is there something that you could be doing to help yourself? And I'm just, I'm, when I talk about nature's key products, I get like emotional about it. Mm-hmm. I'm sleeping better. I'm eating better. I'm working out better. My everyday mentality in regards to my kids and my fiance and dealing with just the stresses of life are better. And I'm talking about just little things. The things that you're talking about are giving giving someone time with their family that they thought they might have had 24 hours. And right. then nine months later, that's incredible. Like this, this is all in the same this is we're all talking about cannabis. The, the cannabis right. across the board between my everyday health and someone who lived almost a year longer fighting a terrible disease. It's right. it's incredible what it can do. I, I say this is what how I feel about it. This is what it's come down to me in a nutshell. Is do I want to bring the best Terry Leak I can to my to the world every day? Right. What's the best version of myself? The best version of myself is when I'm being kind and when I'm looking someone who's in pain into their eyes, and I'm a, I'm looking into their pain and I'm letting them look into my eyes too, right? Because we all have that 
that's what I do when I feel like I'm in that place of helping people who might feel hopeless. But every day, I need to be the best version of who I can be. And I can't be that if I'm ridden with anxiety. I can't be that if I've got a chronic knee ache. I can't be that, um, you know, uh, it's harder to be that when I'm overweight. It's harder to be that when... um, uh, when I worry about my son's concussion. So right. so I look at these products, and, and my dogs. My dogs are on it every morning. Um, I, they're my kids now. My kids are gone. So I, you know, every morning I start the day by putting this uh, little cookie I make up for them uh, in their dog food in the morning. And my big, and they're all rescue animals, and so they all have issues some are nervous, and Boo has uh, really bad hip dysplasia. So just trying to help them be the best versions of them, their dog self, right? And I think what would happen on our planet if we all showed up one day and we were all the best version we could be? Absolutely. Day, you know? Right. Like that would cha- that vibration could ch- maybe change everything. And, I mean, that's really kind of what my prayer is. And so for me um, – when I can make somebody help somebody be the best version of themselves, that helps me be the best version of myself. Because then I have to up my game in order to share my story, to share what I've seen, uh, to go in that lab, make the best products, to spend time on the computer. Which, honestly, I'll sit down with my laptop and my on my legs, and I'll turn on some Netflix or some whatever. And then before long. What has my attention is uh, frankincense. Uh, it is some terpene. Right. It's something, you know, that's not the TV. So the TV becomes a background noise for me. And I always take notes because what I've learned is um, if it's value, if I feel like it's valuable, I better put it down so I can refer to it later. And, you know, sometimes I have smoked a little pot before those th- moments because I find myself wanting to go deeper into the knowledge and becoming more focused on it depending like you said what things and so then that brought me and then I have these kids like I have a 21 year old at um, uh, Bozeman at at Montana State and I find myself in the group of his friends and you know a lot of kids dab dab like they, they, they may dab 10 or 15 times a day and like I did a dab, and I'm thinking I need to do that maybe twice a year. <laughs> Reset my cloth, <laughs> you know. It's like that's, that's nothing. Oh, that's. I great. don't need to do that daily, right? And I don't need to do that ten times a day because right. I'm not going to know who I am now. And I get it. Like everybody's different, and everybody has different thresholds. But what I ask them is like, have you ever tried dabbing some CBG? You know, it doesn't mess with your mind, but it gives you this great feeling. I kind of say I feel like superwoman. It gives me energy and focus. Um, But I'm still Terry, and I'm not uh, being um, affected by it in my head. Um, So just trying to, and, and, you know, especially in the state of Oklahoma, oh, my gosh. I mean, everybody wants 33% THC in their pot. Like, And when I go shopping, I'm like... What's got your highest terpene profile? Right. That's exactly right. And, you know, my favorite may be like 18, but it's got a 4 or 5% terpene kicker to it. Uh, oh, my gosh. I can take that same stuff, go with my uh, son's friends, and they're like, Terry, Terry's the OG. She's got their, the best stuff. And right. I'm like, you're right. I do. And please come and see what percent this is right and so just trying to educate them and you know kids are kids right it's the race to the top it's like who's got the bang of shit right no you can say what yeah that's what it is yeah absolutely yeah and i get it because i remember it i I can still want to play into that competition sometime who's got the frostiest stuff which i do love frosty but really and truly what you're looking at is do I want uh, do I want to have a, a really high indica in the middle of the day or before I do a, a meeting? No, 
but that one's a great one to put into like uh, the sleep box or into the sex box or into some other kind of box. And so it, it pays to, to research and study the strains. And then half the time the strains aren't even labeled cor- correctly, right? So you get into that too. Right. But just knowing this, the, the industry is new. It's not highly evolved yet. And so um, sometimes you get stuff that's not what it says it is. And people, I get that question a lot uh, because I grew my company in Colorado. I didn't even mean to have a company. I was make stuff for my own knee pain, and I was teaching water Zumba to a bunch of little white-haired ladies, and they were like, uh, and I said, hey, this really helps. Do you guys want to try it? They did, and they're like, you need to bring this to the people. Like, we are all, we're old, but we got money. Let's, let's do something, and I ended up opening up a mom-and-pop shop on the side of the mountain in Conifer, Colorado, and then ended up selling it for over two million dollars a couple of years ago so but it was really just came out of the kitchen um you know i was a school teacher right i learned uh, you can't afford a lot of things right. so what i always did was i'd figure out how to make it my grandmother was the daughter of a medicine woman her brother was a, was a seventh son and i grew up listening to the stories of my uncle irie um they were uh, definitely had a lot of Irish going on, and so a lot of Celtic stuff, and a lot of Native American stuff, which I, I grew up here, I totally embraced the Native American population and their way of looking at everything. I Absolutely. I think it's so beautiful. Um, but whenever I, and, and I mean, when I look at that, right, when I look, when I had the lady tell me once in Oklahoma that um, I was doing Satan's work, I'm like, whoa, you know. First of all, who put all these planets here, plants here on this planet? Like, right. who did that? Right. Because there wasn't no eighth day that Satan got to come and do his thing. Like, it is seven days. And it was. Nobody else had a hand in it. So when you go back to ancient times, this plant, of all the plants, this was the most terrible plant in the crop, in the harvest. Because... Um, they use the stalks to make shoes because uh, the military's working on making Kevlar from it. This is such a strong material, right? They're making building materials out of it, stronger than steel when they weave it together. Anyway, the insides to make uh, was kind of somewhere between cotton and linen. That's what they made their clothes of. The seeds are the highest sources of omegas, three, sixes, and nines. So uh, they know that because. The doves, they come in to eat those. They're, they would rather have that than anything else. The birds right. were selling them. Um, and then the CBD and THC, they were, uh, it's been shown that they have been were using that for medicine back then. And when you look in the Bible, cannabossum is mentioned over 40 times in the Bible. Cannabossum in the Hebrew tra- text is hemp oil. So for that lady... I thought, you know what, I want to make a product that's going to fly in the face of this because I believe that I am doing this work. Right. This is work. Yeah. I, I believe that this work is divine. So I made something, I call it the Holy Roll-On, just uh, as kind of a fun tongue-in-cheek, but it truly is. So I put frankincense and myrrh. I mean, frankincense and myrrh are such amazing oils. And then the oil that they used to anoint people was the hemp oil. I mean, I put them all together, and I made this roll. On, and I roll it on my carotids, and I roll it on my uh, forearms, and it just gives me a feeling of euphoria. And whenever I've had to go through hard meetings, big board meetings, I'm a school teacher running a two million dollar company. I was a fish out of water, working really hard, trying to make it all make sense. I could roll that, smell those smells. I also put blood orange in it. I tried to make it as biblical as I could. And there's a piece of from that that is just like, so it's, it's like sometimes um, my husband has taught me that things that seem like a problem are really just your challenge and your opportunity, right? It's the opportunity to say, is this the devil's work? No. Right. It's not even, not even close. This is not the intention. The intention is to make everyone better. Better able to cope with their autism. Better for that parent. Uh, You know, some of these kids, whether it's Down syndrome or whatever, they can have a a little bit of an angry edge, which 
I would too if I walked in their shoes and had their frustrations, right? But then the parent is trying to be the best version of their self for this child, trying to make that child be the best version of theirs because they're already behind in some things, in the things that we tend to value in our system, you know. Um, so whenever you can make a product that helps the parent and helps the child Absolutely. and helps their dog and helps their horse, um, that can help everyone, And whether you're taking it orally or you're rubbing it on a cut or a bruise and you actually see the changes, then you know that if there is something holy in this world, I don't know if, if it's not this. I don't know what it is. Absolutely. I don't know what it That's is. That's amazing. Yeah. That's absolutely amazing. So you, you sell your company, that $2 million company that you mm. just started because it felt right. Because my knee hurt and yeah. I wanted to get stuff to my family and my friends. That's amazing. But I did all my research. I happened to be going to a, uh, a, a functional cellular doctor at the time so she didn't really care how I'm doing she just looked at what was going on in my cells and just this brilliant brilliant woman and I was getting a lot of massage and the massage therapist happened to have his degree in plant evolution so you know everybody who was supposed to be in my path was in my path and said you must put in sweet almond oil you must put in jojoba so I was making it for myself and the people I love so I put in all the best ingredients and I'm not thinking a price point because I'm never going to sell it. Right. Probably I'm just giving it away. So that 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 salve ended up uh, being th- what built my whole entire company. And that salve is basically um, a few torques. It becomes the candle that I was telling you about. You could use for intimacy. You're right. So it's like for the for those listening, it's like a candle, but instead of made with wax, it's made with butters. And instead of being full of sugar, it's ma- it's full of aphrodisiacs. So, um, you know, you get, if it's a product that has THC in it, the THC relaxes the muscles and gives you that great relaxation. Um, the warmth always feels good. It's got a great glide to it. So you can give each other a couple's massage, which can turn into a fun night. But the thing is, it's got CBG in it. So it's keeping everything antiseptic and, and uh, it's going to, make uh, getting a yeast infection or a bladder infection less likely. Um, So, I mean, really and truly, when you think about these cannabinoids, there's like so many different places you can plug them into that makes sense. Uh, CBD inhibits the growth of streptococcus mucans, and that's what causes cavities. So if we, you know, if you put some CBD in the toothpaste, like... There's so many formulas that you can right. come up with, and yet, you know, to build a company, you have to start small, branch things out. And so as I w- moved to Oklahoma and sell that company, I thought, what do I want to do with my life now? Do I want to retire? Do I not want to do anything? And I know I can't retire, retire, because I don't have that personality. But I knew I didn't want to run a lab again. Right. That's uh, a lot of work, and it's a lot of heartache, and... Uh, so a friend of mine said, you might come and talk to these guys at Nature's Key because they're doing a good job. They have a good reputation. Well, that means something because most people don't. Right. Uh, in this industry, 100%. And, and really, yeah. I think it's all industry, and I think this one's just more so um, because I've seen some dark underbellies, uh, and it is not pretty. And so when I came here and started talking to them, you know, the beauty of it was – I, I always try to meet somebody at myself being very real, and I allows them to be very real too, right? No one's putting on any airs or any whatever. It's just like, so they said, you know, we might need you more than you need us. Cause right. I, and, and I was like, well, then what can we, let's, let's think about what we can do, because I need these products made for, when I was teaching here, my last name was Savage, so for my Savage line, and um, they were like, well, you know, we need help on this, this, and this. And so, anyway, that's kind of how the how the marriage um, happened. And, you know, I, I love when I, when things come up in conversation, it's not ever about what's the price point, what's the cost of goods, what, you know. And that, ha- that conversation has to happen before a product goes out there. But the first conversations are always... 
you know, what's the story behind it? Because they know that you develop a product because of a story. Every product we had came. We developed suppositories because our neighbor got prostate cancer. And then he didn't have it anymore. That's crazy. You know? Wow. Yeah. That's, okay, so you're, what is your, so you work with Nature's Key here in Oklahoma. Yeah. So do you, and so you're talking formulation, education, and product development. So you're doing all those things for Nature's Key right now. Um, right now I'm still independent, okay. but we're, we're working toward that. We, okay. We're definitely dancing, uh, we're, we're definitely in the same ballroom dancing together. And a little collaboration. We're, yeah. I mean, whether they launch Savage as their brand or whether I launch it as my brand, they'll be the ones making it. Okay. So, um, we just have a few things to, to, uh, figure out. And the great thing is like, we're all open to whatever it is. I only want to do what's better for what's best for them because I want them to grow and flourish as a company, and I believe they feel the same way about me. Um, so I think the future will just is going to be whatever the future is, um, but we're not worried about it. Like we're we're just walking in, we're walking in a faith and commonality that we all want to see. You know, if they have someone. Um, that one, one of my formulas might fix, uh, be a fit for, they talk to me. Uh, I talk to them about products, people who need their products. Um, we're meeting with the, uh, uh, product development together. So, you know, that's kind of where we are. Okay. I, here's, here's what I want to do. I, I want to, um, we're getting up on that time where I try to keep these around an hour, uh, or less, but I feel like I've got hours of questions for mm-hmm. you, um, including your the, this this new sex line that you're coming out with. Oh yeah, uh, which is pretty incredible. So what I want to do is let's t- can we talk again? Absolutely, like, I, like to I would to love you to as much as possible. I would love to share it with you and yeah. with your followers. I think it'd be it's really exciting. Something that's really not represented in the market. Um, so I think it'll be super fun. I, I, and I also kind of want to give you the freedom to, um, we're going to trade information. And if there's something that comes up that you want to talk about, I kind of want to get to know Terry some more. And awesome. uh, I think that you've got an incredible mind and, and I think you have this incredible ability to share uh, and be easy. You're easy to re- like, to, I don't know. I just want to give you a big old hug right now. I know. I feel the same way. Sam. Um, so this is going to be great. We're going to talk to Terry again. We're going to talk more about some of the products that she's got going on, but I'm, I'm glad that we are both excited about nature's key. Um, I'm here because I was looking for it. Look, I can find a sponsor in cannabis anywhere. Right. Cannabis companies are begging for places because right. they can't advertise traditionally. So right. it's like anything that they can reach out to. Mm. But it was important to me to find one that, one of the, like you said, they always want to talk about the what's the product about, the benefits of mm-hmm. the people that we're trying to treat, the, the medicinal side of this. That's right. And that's super important to me. As much as I appreciate sitting down and smoking uh, with my buddy yeah. Wes or whatever, like that's always, that's all fun and dandy mm-hmm. and all, we love all that stuff. But I'm trying to let people know that cannabis can really change their everyday life uh, for the better, period. And it doesn't take uh, a ton, right? It just takes no. you taking the time, get your card, and do a little investigation. Mm-hmm. And when it comes to CBD and CB and all these other, it, you don't even need a card, right, to, to right. get some of those things. And I, I think, you know, it's it's do a body scan. You know, do a body scan. See where you're hurt, and sometimes you don't even know where you're hurt. You don't hurting. even know it, yeah. And figure out where you need to put that salve on. And if you put on a salve, don't rub it on. Rub it in. Get that friction uh, rub going so that you help those things penetrate. And if you take that oil in, in a, you know, tell your phone to set alarm for an hour. An hour when it dings, go, let me scan again. Where am I at? Right. And if you can do that for a few weeks, pretty soon you know how to... You know where you're, how to feel your way through it. I think there's, like, we, I love that you just said that. Do a body scan. And it comes back to, once again, being honest with yourself. How are yeah. you feeling, right? Why am I, like, I, I love when people say, um, I'm in a bad mood. And I'll ask them, why are you in a bad mood? And they look at me like I've asked them the craziest question on the planet. Mm-hmm. Like, why are you in a bad mood? Well, mm-hmm. I've got a headache or my foot hurts or something has happened here to me. And these are mm-hmm. the reasons I'm in, like the more you can dive in with yourself, the mm-hmm. easier it is to help treat you with cannabis, right? These are the problems that I'm having. This is what I need. And then just take little notes. I took this at this time, this day, and I felt a reprieve from 
whatever bothered me mentally or whatever's bothering me physically, mm-hmm. that stuff is super important and it's mm-hmm. worth the time. Investigating cannabis is worth the time. 100%. And I, I, I'd say I'm, I still do it. Here I am at 65. I've been smoking for 50 years and I still am, you know, trying to arrange things in my house so that I know this is the one for one of my friends to get together and we like to sit at the lake and have a few giggles. And this is the one when I'm, want to sit around and talk about formulating something creative or, uh, you know, uh, this is the one that helps me with my pain. Right. And this is the one that's going to help me with pain and sleep. Um, so I, I, I think it's, I think the more we have these conversations and the more people uh, tune in and tune into what others know and then tune into their own bodies, the better this, ho- this, this industry is going to flourish. And so are they. Mama Terry, Terry Lee, thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate it. Thank We're you. We're going to talk again soon, and I'd, I'd like to get you in a room with my buddy Wes. Wes Sims played football at OU at the same, about the same time I was at Oklahoma State. And right. He's a, a big advocate of cannabis, too. And, you know, and really kind of not just talk about, I mean, I want to talk about football. I want to talk oh, about too, the man. spring game, whatever you want to get yeah. into. I think you'd be a great asset to the podcast in general. Well, I have a sweet spot on the lake, and I would love for you guys to come out. And Heck, yeah. It, what lake? Uh, on Lake Eufaula. Okay. The guys have been there, and uh, it's just um, it's just a really magical little spot that this little old couple built uh, back in the 60s, and uh, we just bought it from them two years ago. They're in their late 80s, and uh, it's just special. Okay. And it's, it's, you know, one of these days, wouldn't it be great if we could have these little retreats where, you know, people can come and talk about things, get together, whether we're doing that on a podcast, whether we're doing that on a YouTube video, whether we're doing that and inviting them physically to come and participate and share their stories. I think the more that we do that, the more legitimate, the more mainstream this becomes. I agree. I agree. Terry, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you. It's been amazing. It's awesome.